This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. And as I'm always looking for more guests to be on the program, I want to find people and always find people that have long-term lots of life experience. And so with me today, I have with you Harriet. And Harriet, I believe you said offline that you were you were born and grew up in uh, Canada and that your teenage years were not so great. So a little bit more about Canada and how school was, and then we'll move on to some other questions and topics to talk about. What was it like growing up for you in your teenage years in Canada? And which part of Canada was it? Okay, I grew up in Canada, which is the national capital, and uh, wait, which cap? Which capital? National capital uh, of, Ca- of Canada okay. is Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa, go oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to a large public high school, um, and um, most of my experiences during those years were not particularly pleasant, although. I did well in school, and that was fine, but it was not a place I really wanted to the, the, the classes were fine, but not so much with the people, uh, the classes you got through, but the actual social experience wasn't as, as much as what the, like the classes were, I guess, which I, was what I get from that. That's okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, I did have friends, but we were not the popular crew, and uh, most of my friends were girls who were also the, uh, not the cheerleading type. Not the cheerleading type. Then you said afterwards, you mentioned a little bit of it, what was next, which was um, graduate school. How was graduate school for you? Well, first I went to undergraduate school at the University of Toronto, and that was a positive experience on the whole. But my, probably my most enjoyable educational experience was at uh, living at International House at, when I went attended Columbia University for graduate school. And what did you study there? I have a PhD in Eastern European and Jewish history. Oh, oh, nice. That's a, a PhD for all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, you were also mentioning how something about not being too connected to, um, to, uh, popular, popular, um, popular culture. What, what's your stance in regards to culture and popular culture of things? Uh, I am not, uh, I was never a fan of popular culture. Whatever was popular in my day, I really wasn't usually part of. And that lasts up until the present. So what kinds of culture do, do you um, have a feeling to that's not with what everybody else is all to? Like what kind of stuff do you connect with in regards to that? So like, like if you weren't into the stuff that people were back then or now, like is there completely no feeling to any part of that is what you're saying? No, not, well, I, I liked uh, classical music and not popular music. Oh, okay. And I... Um, so you, that, was, that was one example, is that you like classical music as right. opposed to the popular music. Right. I actually like um, some classical music, too. So what are some of your um, favorite um, kinds of classical music? Like, um, like I like Beethoven. Um, like I, Beethoven? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, anybody else? Yeah, I like Brahms. Oh, all that I kind like, of stuff. Okay. I like Schubert. Yeah. Mainly 19th century, some 20th century. Yeah, I I got into classical music also because I first heard um, classical music when I in music class in elementary school. Mm-hmm. In music class in elementary school, they they had us have um, some classical music there. Uh, yeah, and then of course there's popular songs as well, which is separate from classical. Um, I, I know you're not too connected to um that was that was us talking about a bit about music with the classical music and music example. But I want to say also now with also popular culture, have you ha, since you're not since you're not too into what everybody else is and all that, have you ever been 
Have has there any has there ever been any movies that you've liked, or have you not seen a lot of movies? I don't see movies on a regular basis. I uh, I do like some old movies, uh, but uh, were there any one of the old movie titles you might you know of that you could mention as what the old what old movies you actually liked were? I like old classical music and old music. No, not the music, not the movies. Any old movies you like? Old movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, can't come up with a whole lot of examples, but uh, you know, when in the days when I did watch Netflix, I turned to the old music, the old movies, and when I finished watching all the movies I hadn't seen before, I just don't bother with Netflix anymore. I'm not uh, into movies particularly. Yeah, and Netflix, mm-hmm. Netflix these days doesn't have a whole lot of quality programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're now um, we're now going to segue to a quick commercial break, and then after the commercial break, I am going to ask Harriet um, a few more questions about some things. We're going to ask about. Um, where she's traveled throughout all her time, um, where she's traveled to, to other states and other countries, and we're going to ask um, three three questions out of the three thousand would you rather questions, your favorite three numbers for three questions from the would you rather, and then close it off with what um, advice or advice suggestions or tips she has for the more recent, uh, future now, um, upcoming generations of people that are a lot younger than her. So we're going to segue to a quick commercial break and then ask the, the rest of the stuff for the remainder of the podcast. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell, mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute, will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And that was the quick commercial promoting Anchor.fm podcasting, which is now owned by Spotify. I I wouldn't have it any other way than for working for Anchor.fm and podcasting, and I uh, Anchor.fm slash Spotify, rather, and I can't can't wait to see where my podcast goes in 2022 with Spotify and Anchor.fm. I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. Next. Okay. And we are back from the commercial break. Let's talk a little bit about um, for as many decades you've been on planet Earth. Um, specifically, uh, we'll start with the United, domestic United States first and then go internationally. Um, what are some memorable or were, um, um, things that come to mind um, in other st- uh, what other states and places in other states um, that you've been to? Oh no, you actually, well you said you were born and grew up in Canada. Correct. So I guess we'll start with Canada, <laughs> Canada first, then the United States, and then like any places outside of Canada or the United States. Let's start with Canada first, you mentioned Canada first. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about how Canada was for you. Uh, living there? Right? Yeah, living there, and where else do you travel to in Canada outside of Ottawa? Uh, well, I grew up in Ottawa, which was a lovely place to grow up. It was very safe. It was very 
very nice place. And uh, I also, uh, you know, traveled, I have relatives, and so I traveled to Montreal and Toronto. I went to Collard to University in. Do you have any favorite uh, places to go to when in Canada? Like specific place that you have a feel that is you have a connection to that you like being at? Well, my our favorite trip in Canada was out to the Rocky Mountains. Ah, Rocky Mountains. So okay, that was really a beautiful trip, and we liked going to national parks and um, national think? national parks are always good. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we liked uh, the Rocky Mountains, and uh, we have traveled also to. Um, Nova Scotia and Newfoundland, um, but uh, that's more recently. Okay, nice. And when when did you get from Canada to the to the United States? I came to the United States for graduate school, okay. and I went to uh, Columbia University and uh, got my PhD there. And, and so, did you have to do like a long paper or essay for this graduate stuff to graduate part, like a paper or an essay to get through graduate school? To, well, like a. I, I wrote a dissertation for dissertation, graduate school. Uh, uh, I have a master's as well, but that didn't involve very much writing. Uh, but I, my PhD dissertation was on Jewish communities in Yugoslavia, former Yugo- Yugoslavia. Ah, from former. That's very interesting. From um, so, if you're uh, you've been a teacher then before, right? Yes. I so, it, ha- did I understand here correctly that you had once taught my dad at Temple University? That is correct. Oh wow, yeah, he had a big accident in early June 2017, um, which with the double stroke and stuff. So he's in Texas now, and um, I do think about him a lot. And I, I, I'm really sad that he had the double stroke, and his health now is a mess. And I just, um, I miss my dad a lot with his health condition. And it's we haven't seen each other physically in person since 2018. So um, yeah, I do miss my dad, um, and that's really neat and interesting to know that you had taught him in. Um, a temple at some point, and back in the um, back at some point in the 70s. So yeah, um, so you you started off with Canada. You started out with Canada. Um, are there any once you've eventually moved to the states from Canada, were there any states or things to do in the states that are memorable to you about where you've been in the United States of America? Well, we lived for two years in California, and I lived in Los Angeles, but traveled around California, and we also went all the way up the coast. To Canada, to Vancouver and Victoria. Were there any places or cities inside of California that stood out to you? Like, did you like, say, Los Angeles, San Francisco, anything like that? Well, yeah, we lived in Los Angeles and we enjoyed visiting San Francisco and San Diego, but we also enjoyed going to Yosemite National Park. And what, uh, Yosemite National Park was that really like memorable? How Yosemite National Park was? Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, nice. And were there any other states or cities outside of California in the United States we like? Uh, well, uh, we came back across the country uh, when we returned uh, in uh, uh, to the East Coast in 1975, and we stopped in all kinds of national parks in Utah and Wyoming. Uh, and uh, so again, we like national parks, and we also eventually visited you know, Glacier in Washington State. And um, you know, uh, so we uh, so we haven't well, we've traveled in the United States a fair amount, but we much prefer traveling. Uh, Overseas. Yeah, let's talk about that next. Now that we're out of Canada and the United States, um, what are the name of mostly or preferably all of the different um, countries internationally that you've been to? <laughs> oh, that's a tall order. Okay. 
Uh, all right. So, uh, let's see. What continents should I start with? Let's start with. Um, have you been to all the continents? Uh, or most of them? Or yeah. I let's have. start with the. Um, let's start with um, the east, meaning Japan, the things in around the Japan areas, Japan, Australia, and then move all left from there. Okay. Well, oh, we haven't been to Japan. That's one country we'd still like to go to. Uh, but we did go to Southeast Asia uh, about three years ago, and we went to Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and uh, Thailand, as well as Singapore. And that was a wonderful trip. Uh, we also uh, took uh, a, a great trip to uh, Australia, and we particularly loved New Zealand. Uh, but uh, that's more or less, and we've, we've also taken uh, two, two trips to India. And so so wait, that's a lot of places there. You made a lot of, I mentioned a lot of Asian countries. Mm -hmm. Then you mentioned New Zealand and Australia, correct, correct. and then India. India so correct. that's a whole mm -hmm. lot of places. Um, of all those places, um, which were there any of those that you didn't like when you were there, and which ones did you really like being at? Actually, there's no place we went to that we didn't like. So you liked them all. We that's liked nice. them all. We were. Uh, they're all very interested, and each one is different. Uh, uh, perhaps our favorite trip was to, uh, in, among the one, those listed was well the ones to uh, New Zealand and to uh, India. Uh, in the end, what was the other one? New Zealand. And in New Zealand, wow, nice. Okay, um, let's move away from the far, far east within the um, in Asia and um, New Zealand and Australia, and um, let's say the middle anywhere in the Middle East that you've been to. Israel. Of course, yes. So, um, how many times have you been to Israel? I'm not sure. Probably, Probably eight like, times. Like at least eight, eight or ten would be like multiple. Okay. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite place in Israel? Favorite place in Israel. Um. Well, I guess one has to say Jerusalem. Mm, um, nice. But I like other parts of Israel as well. Nice. Um, anywhere else in the Middle East or just Israel? Uh, that's where we've been in the Middle East. Like any other uh, Middle Eastern countries that are not Israel, but other Middle Eastern I countries? I understand your question. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been to uh, Morocco in mm -hmm. North Africa, um, mm, nice. and uh, but we have not traveled in uh, Western Asia very much, other than uh, Turkey. Uh, okay, all right. Um, anywhere in, have you been to anywhere in Europe? Uh, yes, we've covered most of Europe. Most of it, most of it. And you was most was most of Europe liked as similar to the to the Asian Eastern countries? No, it's very different. No, I mean as far as liking wise, like oh, you really? said, most of liked the places in the Far East. Uh, no, no, I mean it was different. Like it, it was no, different than experience. I have, or I did research um, in various countries in. in in Europe, and um, and I've traveled around, and I have friends. Uh, oh, because you said you have friends in Europe, that's good. Yeah. And it was different than the Far East Asian countries. Totally. But still its own nice, exp um, memorable experience outside of the Asian countries, or Far to East. Totally, totally different. different totally customs. different. And different uh, I'm trained as a European historian, so I feel very comfortable in uh, Europe, and um, I'm always happy to go back to Europe, although I, you know, we've, we've seen most of the countries in Europe. Nice, very nice. Yeah, my mom and I were supposed to take a Central Europe trip in May of 2020, but we all know why that was canceled. Mm -hmm. um, I want you now to, I guess that's all that we could say really about the travel, unless you have anything to add about traveling in countries. Anything last minute things about countries or? No, that's good so far? Mm -hmm. um, wait, um, we did um, Canada, United States, 
Far East. We've also, yeah, we've also well, done Latin America. That's what I was going to say. Because yeah. we didn't touch on Latin America yet. That was yeah. the last continent. Okay. Latin America uh, continent. Well, uh, we've been uh, to the Caribbean a bit. We've, Did you like the Caribbean? Yes, especially like Costa Rica, especially. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. people like, I've heard, I have family and friends that have been to Costa Rica. I heard that. It's, it's really beautiful. nice. It's really, really nice. Yeah. And uh, we also have been to Peru. Uh, How was Peru? Galapagos. How was Peru? Very interesting. Very nice. Um, it, That's right. Yeah, before we did the other continents, I want to make sure we got um, yeah. Latin America as well. So yeah. anything else that stood out or is memorable to you about um, any places that you were at in um, Latin America? Uh, well, we had a very enjoyable trip to the, to to Patagonia. And where's where's Patagonia? It's the southern tip of of uh, uh, Central uh, South America. Oh, oh, nice, nice. And so we went to uh, Tierra del Fuego and uh, took a a, a a small boat uh, boat through uh, the um, uh, through the straits around uh, the southern. Uh, so, you, uh, would you say, it sounds like you've been to Europe the most, mm -hmm. but a lot of those Far East places, mm -hmm. and um, Costa Rica was one of the places in Latin America. Outside of Peru, Peru and Costa Rica, were there any other countries in um, Latin America that you've also been to? Um, well, Argentina and Chile. Oh, nice. But uh, also briefly in Brazil. Ah, uh, see, Brazil Brazil would be tough for me because the language of Brazil is is Portuguese. That's so good. I don't know Portuguese, just some Spanish. Well, you could you could read Portuguese, I'm sure. Right. It just sounds different. Right. Uh, I know some Spanish. I don't know Portuguese. Right, me but too. You can manage. Yeah. Uh, but um, we just enjoy travel, and uh, that's really great that like you travel to, yeah. to so many different places. That's really great to be so many location-wise to be able to travel passport to go to all, all over. Mm -hmm. um, I got a, a book here called 3,000 Would You Rather Questions, and I just want you to think about three numbers between 1 and 3,000, and then I'll ask you each of the numbers you mentioned for as, uh, answering a Would You Rather question. So I want you now to take a moment and just pick three numbers between 1 and 3,000. I'll read you off three of those questions. Any numbers you can think of between 1 and 3,000, I'm going to ask you a question from it. It's so random, I could pick any numbers, yeah. of course. Okay, 322. 322? 322? Yes. 322, I guess I'm going to page that one. 322, 322. Ah, okay, here we go. Let me make sure I'm pointing at the one that says 322. It seems to be that yep. one. Yep, all right. Would you rather have the thrilling job of a storm chaser and risk dying, or the curious job of a treasure hunter scavenging shipwrecks for treasure that may not be. We, one or the other. The first one is about a thrilling job of a storm chaser and risk dying, or the second one, curious job of a treasure hunter scavenging shipwrecks for tre treasure that may not be. Uh, sounds like I would rather have the second one. The second one? Uh, and why the second half? Well, because I like, uh, I don't particularly like danger, and I, uh, I enjoy, um, uh, you know, scuba dive, but I've, got, I've gone snorkeling. Oh, nice. How is the snorkeling? Uh, it's fun. Snorkeling is fun. And if you see, you know, old things underwater, it's fun to kind of explore them underwater a little bit. Uh, I'm not particularly good at it, but it's enjoyable. Nice. Okay, a second number between 1 and 3,000? 
555. 500 and how much? 55. 555? Five, five, five? Yeah, who knows? 555 five, five, in this page. Oh, this is about comedians. I don't know if you're going to know these people. If you don't know these comedian names, then you might, we might have to pick a different number. But it says for 555, five, would you rather be roasted by comedian Kevin Hart or Sarah Silverman? You might not know who those two people are. Uh, Sarah Silverman's name is familiar. Okay, would you rather be roasted by her? Well, I've heard of her name anyhow. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I guess, I, if that's, yeah, I mean, you've heard of her, but if you don't know those people, we could do a different second question. What other number? Really, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, How about a random question? A random question? Yeah. No, they're all in here. I just need your random numbers. Yeah, well, why did you, you choose a random question with a random number? Oh, oh, okay. Like I choose the number this time? That's right. All right. Um, let's see. There are probably a lot of questions I can't answer. Yeah, it's okay. Whichever, that's why I'm trying to find ones you can. Um, let me see here. Just want to get at least one or two more questions from this book before we move on to the last question I have about things. Um, Oh, okay. Oh, here's a good one for 12, 12.31. 12.31 says, would you rather lose your voice or your sight? So, not being able to talk or not being able to see. Would you rather lose your voice or your sight? I got the question. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, I'd hate not to be able to see, uh, but if I couldn't speak, I couldn't communicate. So, uh, I guess I would have to say, uh, I would like would not like to be speechless. Okay, so you're going with the speech, this, not with the speechless part. Good. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, they, they, they get tough some of these to try for the to answer the this or that, this or war. Um, let me see one final. Now I'm going to ask you one final question from this book, and then I'll start to wrap up the rest of the podcast with a uh, with another question to ask, which is not in the book. Um, let me see here. Okay, ask you, Alan. What you should I'll pick from? Um, Oh, here's a good one. Okay, twenty-three. Uh, question number twenty-three sixty. Would you rather net? Would you rather never lose hope, or never lose faith? Um. Well, I'd say I don't want to lose hope. I think that's a good answer. To the first one for that. Yeah, never lose hope instead. Yeah, hope for the first one. Good. Okay, so. I'm obviously a lot younger than you, um, and there's been many generations that have come out and been born after you have. What now, in these wild and crazy times that are the 2020s, how, um, what, um, what kind of, um, what's the word? Yeah, advice, uh, the words like advice, suggestions, tips, whatever kind of word you want to use for that stuff, would you give to the 
younger generations that are a lot younger than you that are coming out having to deal with the 21st century like what would you anything that you think that would help them out to go through life so that's basically the, the last question okay well uh, I'm thinking in terms of giving advice to my grandchildren um, and who are at this point roughly teenagers okay. um, they have to have confidence in themselves and do what they think is the right thing to do and not be so influenced by people around them as by thinking for themselves as best they can. I like that answer for that. Um, what are some ways you think for younger people to find their way to have better confidence? What is the what are some key things that could help people gain more self-confidence? Mm. Well, to some degree it's certain amount is ingrown that you get self-confidence because of the way you're raised and because of your having a secure family life, which most people don't have these days. Uh, but I think that you can create a, if you can create a friendship circle of people who will support you. I like that. Yeah, it's tough to find a really good, worthwhile friendship circle. Um, and you mentioned about how they find their own way. So in other words, not be so influenced by other people, but find in their own path to life what they can help themselves do without so much other outside people influence, basically, right? Well, or they... I don't I guess, want to, yeah. they, you, you sort of have to get into the right crowd, right. and that's not always easy. It is definitely not and, easy to find the right crowd. And, but if you can find people who you can relate to, who are understand you, and you can understand them, then uh, I think that you've then got a okay. better chance. For, that, for, them, for them, that's okay for them to maybe influence the person, the, young, um, the grandchildren with these other people possibly? Well, they have to make friends with people who have similar values to right. theirs if they yeah. can find them. And that's tricky. Yeah, that is very tricky. I like what you said there about the confidence and about everything else you said with that. Um, I just also now, I want to just thank you for agreeing to be part of the podcast. No, you don't have to. Um, you do not have to listen to it. Only whoever wants not. to. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't want to. That's fine. I'm just glad you were um, willing enough to be on it. Um, and, I, and you're the first, hopefully, of many... Um, older people for me to talk to for this. I like to get older people's um, mm -hmm. experiences and point of views about things. Uh, it's really neat, really um, wonderful that you've been to so many different countries. And um, thank you again for coming on to the program. And I hope you get to go to Japan or wherever else you want to go one day if for any places you haven't been to. And thank you so much for coming on to the program for everybody to hear parts of your life story. Um, Harriet, thank you so much. Thank you, and it's been fun. I'm glad it was fun for you. It was fun for me as well. I, I love having a job that's fun. So this is Harriet and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.